Thank you for listening to the Park Church Podcast. I hope you enjoy the sermon. The promise of security. That is what Luke 6 and verses 46 to 49, which I invite you to turn to now, contains. The promise of security. Security in the storm. A promise I would like briefly to explore both individually and corporately. The promise made is that when the flood comes, when the torrent strikes, he or she who has dug down deep and laid their foundation on the rock will not be shaken, will not move, will in the end stand. Of course, the picture we're presented with is of two houses, one well-built, the other jerry-built. But the real focus is on the builders, the wise and foolish builders, as they have come to be known. The promise, the promise of security in the storm pertains to people, people like you and I, people who will stand or fall, people who are wise or foolish. If we are wise, we have faith in Jesus Christ. We have dug down deep into the rock that is Jesus Christ. If we are wise, we do what the Lord says. If we are wise, we should repent and believe the good news about him. In him, we will have security in the storm. Are we standing on the rock that is Jesus Christ? As a visiting missionary to our church in Edinburgh once asked, are you standing on the promises or just standing on the premises? Hearing the Lord's word, but not putting it into practice. No matter how successful a life, how influential, how applauded. If it's not built up on Jesus Christ, then ultimately it is built on sand. Security in the storm is found in Jesus Christ, built up on that rock-solid foundation. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. The promise of security, security in the storm, individually and corporately. Some think that the temple in Jerusalem, built by Herod the Great, may provide a backcloth to Jesus' words here. Herod began to rebuild and beautify the temple in 19 BC. It was completed in AD 63 and destroyed by the Romans only seven years later. It was not built up on Jesus Christ. Jesus' own words found in Matthew's gospel say it was a den of robbers. We here are building a house. The house of God, as Hebrews 10 and verse 21 terms it, God's temple, as 1 Corinthians 3, 16 has it. And of course, we're not talking about bricks and mortar. But people, as a cartoon, 
posted on Facebook this week reminded me, and as I remind you, the church is people. We are his house. That's how Hebrews 8 and verse 3 puts it. We are the house of God. And 1 Peter 2 expands on that, telling the Christians that Peter wrote to, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. This kind of house, a spiritual house, this kind of church comprising of living stones will know security when the storm hits. Note that in the passage, Jesus says, when, not if. When the flood came, the torrent struck the house, but could not shake it. We live in changed times, as far as the church is concerned. In the past, Christians occupied the cultural mainstream. And having done so for so long, many find the idea of being a minority difficult. But a minority is exactly what we are. A minority in what can be a suspicious and sometimes hostile culture. The flood is rising. The torrent building up. And yet minority or not, there is still the promise. The promise of security in the storm. A few weeks back, during our discussions regarding this service, Karen and I discovered that unbeknown to one another, we'd been reading the same book, A Better Story, by Glenn Harrison. A prompt by the Spirit, perhaps. In it, Harrison makes this point, that we are a minority, and therefore says we have to act like one. We have to be aware of the opposition that surrounds us. Some of it overt, some of it subtle. To realize that things are stacked against us. And to counter this, we have to strengthen our beliefs. Listening to and digging deeper into God's word corporately and individually. And acting on it. Not just being hearers of the word, but doers. We have to strengthen our beliefs. We have to also strengthen our sense of togetherness, of who we are in Jesus Christ, built up together in him. We have to strengthen our sense of community, put it on display. There's an opportunity to do so, to do just that on the 27th of July at the Uddingston Pride Community Fund Day. An opportunity to live out what we believe, an opportunity to demonstrate our togetherness, our oneness in Jesus Christ. It's not easy to go against the flow of society. To do so, we have to live out what we believe. As already said, we, the church, are described as living stones. Those possessing the life of Christ in them by the Spirit. 
those called by Christ, called to follow him, those whose corporate life is built up on Jesus Christ, those who acknowledge him, as Karen said, as Lord and Savior, those who are obedient to his command to go and make disciples. Make disciples, not just members. Make disciples. Those seeking to be more like Jesus. And the way we do that is by doing what he says, that we might be more like him, that we might be a church that mirrors Jesus Christ. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do, not do what I say, says Jesus in verse 46? Rather a pointed question, is it not? The promise of security in the storm is contingent on our doing as Jesus says. Seeking despite our often faltering faith to be like him. To be a church that is like Jesus Christ. What was Jesus like? I'm using words now from a church magazine a friend sent me not long ago. We see in the ministry of Jesus that he was soft at the edges. Anyone could meet him, be ministered to by him, ask him questions, be healed. He chose from among the unlikely to be part of his team. But also, he was hard with the core. To be his follower involved being willing to deny self and take up a cross daily. To be a church like that in a culture like ours will not be easy. But I've searched in vain to find any verse in Scripture that ever says that it will be easy. And if we do not seek to go down that route of obedience to Jesus Christ, of hearing his word and doing it, there is no promise of security in the storm. However built up on Jesus Christ, there will be security. We have his word on it. When the flood came, the torrent struck the house, but could not shake it because it was well built. Built up on Jesus, the rock of ages, we will stand. We have his promise. We have the promise of security in the storm, a promise made by Jesus himself, a promise we can rely on. Amen. Lord God, we bring these, our offerings to you and lay them before you as tokens of our love, as tokens of our belief that you are indeed Lord and Savior. We pray that you would take these offerings Bless them and use them. Use them powerfully by your Spirit. Use them, Father, to make us a church.
that mirrors Jesus Christ. Use them for your glory, for we ask it in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Park Church Podcast. I hope you enjoy the sermon.